0: Hey, I'm Andy, and I started Harry's, the shaving company that's fixing shaving. At Harry's, we keep it simple. We make sharp, durable blades and offer them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We obsess over quality so much that we do crazy things, like buy a German razor blade factory. So give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for only three bucks with free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter five at checkout. That's harrys.com code five.
1: Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. Time once again to bring in Wolfgang. Going to talk a myriad of different things with him. Going to start with the little hoops and a busy time, Wolfgang. You're getting ready for a graduation party. I got a couple of those coming up this weekend. It is that time of year once again. Got all those graduation parties for all those snot-nosed kids.
0: Yeah, the graduation parties. And then, uh, you know, I'm over here, you know, living with Tiff. And then uh, my dad loses a huge bleeping tree and the huge bleeping tree lands on another huge bleeping tree oh no so we're chainsaw and bleep my dad is like a monkey up like a (laughs) hundred feet in this tree and he's 73 years old the the guy's just i mean he's macgyver he's a pimp i love my dad it's just amazing so we're oh my god you should have seen the mountain of stuff that they had to bring and do you know this i mean people might be interested in this because i don't think people know this the i don't believe in the city of west des moines they will come get your i think they were you know scoping the neighborhood for if you don't have a um stump basically from your sidewalk to the street they are not going to come pick it up Mm -hmm. did people know this i mean did you know this
1: well, I, I had some branches go down. I didn't have uh, anything too large. Our neighbors across the street had a big branch that came down, but uh, I guess we were lucky. I have a huge tree in my front yard, and that thing just drops sticks all summer. Even and I, it's, now if it's you us. go
0: and chainsaw that sucker, I, they're not going to pick it up if there is not a if there is not a stump in in between your sidewalk and the street. They're not going to pick it up. You're going to have to do that yourself. And let's what you know, let's start a business. Okay. Let's do this. There is some money to be made on this sucker. Yes. Because if that's the case, how you know, many people lost trees that were in their front yard? That doesn't count. They're not going to come pick that up, right? Or in their backyard, they're not going to come that pick. Let's go rent a freaking trailer and make some cash.
1: <laughs> Just driving around looking to help people out. Yeah, let's do it.
0: I mean, Wolfie we won't, and TC. We won't... <laughs> We, yeah, we got something there. We got something there.
1: I think. Wolfie and TC Tree Services. <laughs> I, I would not be very helpful. Uh, me with the chainsaw is a scary proposition. We've talked before about my limitations in the, those kind of realms. Uh, that hey, would not be good.
0: Hey, hey, and I understand that, and I appreciate your honesty there.
1: Yeah. You
0: just got to do it once. Somebody's got to show you how to do it, and then you're good. You know, you go on the front. And then I'll you be go the on the back.
1: I'll I'll be the supervisor.
0: Great. Oh, thanks a lot, which means you'll do nothing.
1: <laughs> I'll pick you'll him up me. after you cut him down.
0: <laughs> I'm just telling you, my dad was a monkey, uh, like 100 feet up in this tree, and I'm like, you're 73, but he's he's the 73 that acts like a 47-year-old.
1: Well, so. speaking of cut down, Wolfgang, uh, Cordell Pepsi was cut down with an injury. Had surgery on Tuesday to uh, uh, repair hernia issues with him he's going to be out eight weeks we'll not get to see him during the prime time league uh they expect him to be able to be back in time for their trip over to europe we know they're going to okay. Germany uh for that one but eight weeks away really when i walked away the first thing i saw so i get the release from the university of iowa it comes and uh is emailed to me and when i see it from uh big matt weitzel i see coral Pemsel's name in the in the headline i said uh-oh is this another knee injury? And and, and that was my yeah. initial thought, is if it was something with his legs again. After what he went through in high school, that mm-hmm. would be bad. I, this isn't a great thing. I mean, this is a kid that still needs to continue to develop. But the good news is, it's nothing pertaining to those knees.
0: That is good news because yeah, what two three times? Yeah, we what they broke his femur. Is that what it is? Yeah, and I've heard that that is the worst pain in the history of the world. I heard a comedian say that. I don't know if that's true or not, you know. And then I think pregnancy is second, and blah blah blah. Um, But yeah, that's not good. I love that guy, and I know you love that guy before everybody else did because you saw him a number of times. That guy has attitude that I love. He does not. He is not scared of anyone, and either is Cook. And Cook will give you that look. If you think you're coming out Cook, yeah, he'll give you that look saying no. And we all know from watching NBA, college basketball, there are guys that will go. Charles Barkley has talked about this. There are guys that will go, and there are guys that are just fake. And let me tell you, Cook and Pemsel, they not fake. No. They're not. No. They will. They will. I honestly believe if I'm in an alley and – I would like those two guys in my Foxhole. I mean, I'm serious. I think they are that badass, and even if they're not, they have the confidence and it shows. and I love that. I love that they're, that we are I is getting guys with consonants, and that because you need that mm-hmm. from your leaders, when the other guys, the supporting cast, sees your studs and they're not scared and they're ready to go up against anybody. Um, including, do you see the Purdue guys coming back? Haas?
1: Yes, yes.
0: He's coming back. The Michigan State guys coming back. You need guys that say, no, I'm better than you. Okay. And I'm going to show, I'm going to show it and I'm going to prove it. And that's what you need out of Iowa guys. And I love it. And he, he seems to be recruiting to that a little bit more because in the past we've had guys, Trent, I don't know if you agree or disagree that ne- necessarily didn't always believe in themselves. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, no, I I I think there there's a piece of that out there and I, I like what you said there. Uh that, that tough guy attitude, the not back down. You know, I, I go back to his first career start came against Notre Dame in the ACC Big Ten Challenge and he didn't back down. You know, he was out there, he was mixing it up and everybody on your team can't be stars. You have to have guys that have a certain role and for okay. Pencil it is that that tough guy attitude that he brings, and and that is a big piece of that. And he can be you know, your enforcer, if you will. He'll mix it up and do those kind of things. He's an important cog. And just looking the whole overview of this team, there, there isn't a star. We know about the depth of what Iowa basketball mm-hmm. is going to have next year, a lot of different pieces, a lot of different things that they can go with. And because of that, you need all these guys to understand what their role is going to be. And yeah. with that, be able to be ready to go next season. And if it's a guy that needs to give you eight minutes off the bench, you need that. You know, if it's no, a guy that know your we, role, know yes, your role, right? Trent? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that goes from everyone from your Tyler Cook, who you hope takes another step forward. Jordan Bohannon running the team on down. Nicholas Bear. You know, we've we've talked a myriad of times about him. And maybe it's a is he better coming off the bench? Should he be a starter? Uh, now, who's, what they, that, Trent? who's that, Who's that? Uh, Nicholas Bear you know, Oh, just,
0: whether he's better off the bench right, or, right. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm not sure Do you have an opinion on that?
1: Uh, I like him off the bench, I always have I've always liked okay. him off the bench uh, Can add not just that, that energy off the bench But also give some scoring punch To the second unit when they're out there I like having that out there Well, let's go right there Let's, uh, let's take a look and figure out A little bit about Where the starting lineup is going to be next year Pempsil's back. Let's say Pempsil is healthy. We'll go right there. Tyler Cook and Jordan Bohannon are the locks. Those two guys are starting. Mm-hmm. We know that. After yep. that, who are your three other starters for next year?
0: Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. He's a three-point shooter. Uh, again, the game has changed, so who can shoot?
1: Uh, you better hope. No more jock. Yep, no more I... jock.
0: We've talked about. We love Jock, right? We love his offensive ability. And you hear these, it's so interesting to hear Jock's interviews with the NBA guys, and they're talking about, we love your offensive game, man. You can shoot it. We know you can shoot it. We, You can shoot it at an elite level. And I'm, I'm not saying that as a Hawkeye fan. I'm saying he can shoot it crazy good in your face. It's insane. Can he do that in the NBA? I don't know. Um, I think he can. I think he he can get it off quickly. Um stroke like we've talked about is just you and I are basketball freaks and we just we could just watch him in pregame, Peter Jock, and just say, Oh, this is just fun. It's fun for me to watch him shoot the damn ball. <laughs> it's just fun. So you need some shooters on the court. Where would you go?
1: Isaiah Moss needs to be that guy. He was yep. There were times where he filled it up very well. And overall for the year, he shot 35.8%. Pretty good. I mean, even if he, if he ticks that up a couple of percentage points, is in the high 30s, you, you can be happy with that. Uh, Brady Ellingson, we know, can shoot it. There's other deficiencies in his game, though, the liabilities that, that come out there. Mm-hmm. I guess I would go like this I'd go Bohannon, Cook, the two locks, Moss, Bohannon,
0: Cook, two locks,
1: okay. Moss, Pemsel. And then, oh, I mean, that's where you get into. Do you start Nicholas Bear at the three? I just listened. no. You
0: you don't want to start him. Remember, you don't you don't want to start him. Is can the kid from DC? I mean, I keep hearing about his defense. And then he also can stretch the court. Again, we've talked about it. it's a different basketball game now than we grew up with. So we you got to start thinking about like that. You can't think about other teams in the '80s or '90s. We have to think about like a guy from the DC who can hit a three. You better come out and guard him or he might make it. Um Nunge. Is it Nungey or nungy? I can't, I can't remember. What's
1: it? how do you pronounce it? I say Nungey.
0: No, I'm going with Nungey and you know what? That's I, don't what care I always, what
1: That's that's how I, I've always said it.
0: All right, I, I agree. I'm I'm going with Nungey and you know what? If Gary Dolphin says something different, I don't care. We're calling him Nungey. And uh people love him. If, if he's a Utah clone, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? We got something. We got a guy out of freaking Indiana that they, I am guessing, are sad that they didn't get. And I think we got the number 28, 29 recruiting class. That's pretty good for Iowa. And I trust Fran on that recruiting front. Okay, there's certain things I don't like about Fran. There are certain things I do. I trust his... His eye on talent. Yes. He has an eye for talent, and he sees it before everybody else does. And what we're going to see in the future is when Fran when Fran offers somebody, just like when Kirk, it's just the same thing with Kirk. Because when you're at a school like Iowa or Iowa State, you have to see what the potential is before everybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. You do. Yep.
0: You do. And so he sees that. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of playing time. It gives me a migraine. I've told you, I have no idea how to distribute these minutes. I don't know <laughs> yeah. how to do it. I'm, I'm a eight player guy, maybe nine, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not, a, you know, Houston went seven players in the playoffs. That's a joke. Give me a break, coach. I mean, put a guy in for five minutes, give him a break. Give you know Harden a break or whatever, but um, I think Fran goes a little bit too far in playing too many people. Um, if he does that, the players have to play their bleeps off. Okay, right? They have to play their bleeps off and play till they're exhausted. Raise your hand, I'm out. Bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. You have to play a hundred percent. Okay, and. Nobody ever plays 100%, like I told you, but there is, there, there is an extra 10% when, when you hate somebody, when you hate a team, and we can get into the Iowa football and what Brian Ferentz said, blah, blah, blah. But I think I was going to be good, but with the Purdue guy coming back, the Mich- Michigan State guy coming back, man, I was predicting an Iowa championship next year. I'm going to have to go back. Rob Howe uh, got back to me, and he was like, I think you might be going a little bit too far or something like that. I think he said that on a podcast or something like that, and I think he might be right. But I think we're going to be good next year. I think I was going to be good next year, and we shall see. But it's going to be interesting how he distributes the minutes. Um, and, again, I'm a guy great. You played great in practice. Who's the dudes that do it in the game? Who are the guys that raise their level in a game? There are practice players, there are game players. And if you don't realize that, you got problems. And that's one of my few problems with Kirk Ferentz. I, I think he puts too much into practice as ridiculous as that sounds. I mean you gotta come and you gotta play and blah blah blah. But I want the guys on the court, on the field that are gamers. Right?
1: Gamers, that's what Wolfgang wants. We'll take a timeout here. Come back on the other side. We'll start to get into a little bit of football. We'll see what else is rattling around. In the mind of Wolfgang. Jimmy. I don't have a mind.
0: I don't have Uh, a mind, Trane.
1: No mind. mind. (laughs) Back with more Wolfgang here on the other side. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700 from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Jimmy B and TC. We continue to roll all the way till 3 o'clock this afternoon. We're going to uh, get a little uh, preakness info. Uh, Brian Blessing is our go-to guy. You heard him on prior to the uh, Kentucky Derby. And we've uh, got him back on the phone again. He was nice enough to pick up our call because he doesn't answer a lot of calls because he's big time. He comes to us on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Brian. How are you, man? I don't know that I was kind enough to pick up the call. I think <laughs> I was actually pretty stupid because it
3: called collect and I accepted the charges.
1: That's standard, Brinson, right there. <laughs> Uh, cheapest guy you're going to find. There you go. Well, he would know that too.
2: He would know. Uh let's jump into the uh into the preakness. Okay, so here we have a horse that wins the Kentucky Derby. And yet it's like the Derby now didn't even seem to happen. How come there's no excitement now about the Preakness and another opportunity maybe for a triple crown?
3: I think every year, Jim, I think the Preakness um People don't go bonkers over the Preakness, and it it picks up steam if you get the opportunity for the Triple Crown of the Belmont. I I don't think it's really that down. I I hear you. I think there's a buzz for the Derby. Um, I don't know that American Pharoah actually having won a Triple Crown takes any luster off the Triple Crown. I think if Always Dreaming wins this race, there'll be a lot of excitement for the Belmont.
2: If this is the case... And everybody talks about the demise of the Preakness. Apparently that the track itself is just in terrible condition. Uh, The city of Baltimore doesn't have a lot of money. There's not much of an investment in the track. Could we see the Preakness move to a different location instead of Baltimore in the near future?
3: I wouldn't rule it out, but, I mean, it's a historical, traditional thing. But, uh, I mean, Pimlico basically survives and the track stays open based on this one day, the kind of money they make. And in fact, my goodness, I mean, we were both still in Buffalo the one year this happened. uh, I don't know if you remember, the one day they had a massive power outage. And uh, it was like the first six or seven races on Preakness Day. They couldn't even take bets. So that was a cataclysmic year. Um, But I I think it'll stay there. I I think at some point – You know, I think the state of Maryland always ends up throwing money in trying to bail them out, too.
1: Well, let's get to the race here, and with it, always dreaming. Going to go off as a big favorite. Uh, What kind of horse is this, though? Every year, going into the Freakness, we have a chance at a Triple Crown. It happens every year, because only one horse can win the first (laughs) one in the Kentucky Derby. But tell us a little bit more about this horse, what you've been able to unearth, and, and the chances you give him even as a big favorite.
3: Uh, I know when we did this before the Derby, I had said I was not always dreaming for a few weeks leading into it. Mm-hmm. And then with the post position draw, I actually changed dope and <laughs> went to Irish war cry because I thought breaking from the five hole, all the speed was to his outside and he had a, might conceivably have a problem to get pinned on the rail. Well, no one went to the lead and it rained that day and the rail was just a highway. You had to be on the rail. And that was the case on the undercard the whole day. In fact, looking at Lee, I wouldn't have given uh, Snowball's chance in hell of doing anything. And from the rail, that horse rallied and got second. So I think there were some dynamics involved on Derby Day. Uh, That being said, with the Freakness shorter distance, mile and a 316, tactical speed's the way to go. This horse has the tactical speed, has every opportunity to mow him down again. Uh, The one that has, I think, a realistic opportunity in the morning line. odds. would show this guy uh, his classic empire the five. I had Irish war cry on top of the derby with always uh, dreaming a classic empire underneath. And lo and behold, classic empire got absolutely mauled coming out of the gate. I mean, uh, he got hit from the inside and the outside, probably cost him a dozen lanes uh, out of the gate down the front stretch for the first time. And he was really solid, made a great middle move, but he had too much ground to make up, finish fourth. I think, it, I think it's a match race. I really do. I, and I think Classic Empire has an opportunity to turn the tables here. I think it should be a pretty dramatic stretch run. Uh,
2: we joked about it, about having it worse. Was it worse to be in Houston the night that your star player, Fear the Beard, gagged on every shot? Or was it? Or was it worse to be thunder snow at the Derby? That was unbelievable. It was. I thought it was very entertaining, and I thought the horse brought something
3: to the party. I mean, not only were we watching the Kentucky Derby, um, it, it turned into the Calgary Stampede. So we had a little <laughs> rodeo action, uh, uh, you know, behind the rest of the field. We had a little bucket bronco stuff. I thought that was that was. I'll tell you what. I I told you this. Like, every year they, they you know this horse. The horse comes over from Dubai, uh-huh. and everybody says, oh, the day's going to come when it's going to happen. The Sheik has all the money, and the day's going to come that it's going to happen. Well, I got news for you: The day that it's going to come, I tip my hat, because I wouldn't take a wooden nickel and bet on anything coming over from Dubai. We see American, North American horses go to these races in Dubai and then come back here, and it takes them three months and three races to recover. Uh, anyway, that was ridiculous.
2: Thunder snow. I'm glad I didn't have anything on that horse.
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, if you can, tell us a little bit. I heard a little bit about Conquest Mo Money, who is uh, towards the middle there, 10-horse field, could have gone to Kentucky Derby but decided not to. The ownership group there, McKenna's uh, from New Mexico, decided they're going to decide to wait until the second race here, something that's practically unheard of.
3: Well, I will say this. They didn't decide to wait. Their wallet did. They did not have the foresight to do the nomination fee a year ago. That's like hundreds of dollars, and they had to pay two hundred thousand dollars to supplement the horse into the race. So that was that was nothing more than money because this horse was a runner up the Classic Empire in the Arkansas Derby, and they basically said, "We'll live the fight another day and save the two hundred thousand bucks." So, I mean, he gets his kick at the can, comes out as a fresh horse here and uh, has you know, been really solid, was second in the Sunland Derby, second in the Arkansas Derby, and is fresh. Usually in the Freakness, it's not that big a deal. I mean, the Belmont is when the Triple Crown opportunity becomes a challenge because horses have been freshened for the race, and the Derby winner and the Freakness winner is doing five races in three weeks. Or, excuse me, three races in five weeks. So freshness becomes a deal here. Yeah, I think this horse has an opportunity to to be part of the equation. I do think he's a cut below Always Dreaming and uh, Classic Empire.
2: All right, Always Dreaming's jockey, John Velasquez. Uh, He has won the Derby in the past. He has won the Belmont in the past, but he's never won the Preakness. Does he get, according to you, get the monkey off his back?
3: It's close, Jimmy. I mean, a lot of times you get, you know, these horses, when they get rematches, uh, horses can turn the tables. I, I, I think this is going to be a pretty dramatic stretch run, um, and I think Classic Empire actually can turn the tables here. Now, personally, I would love to see. I guess at this point, Always Dreaming win because if he doesn't, uh, like you were talking about before with the Freakness, it'll be crickets for the Belmont. Oh
2: yeah. If
3: Always, if, if always Dreaming wins, you'll get three weeks of buzz about another Triple Crown opportunity. But here, here's the story. Since 1983, and this comes from the Daily Racing Forum, Jay Pridman threw this out there this morning, uh, from, since 83, the Preakness winner, 30 of the 33 times has come out of the Derby. So he competed in the Derby, then went to the Preakness, uh, but 18 of those 30 that had lost the Derby ended up turning the tables and winning the Preakness. And that's why I think Classic Empire has a big shot here.
1: Hey, uh, over Brian to a little hockey. Sure, we're about a month away from the expansion draft. We know you're a big hockey guy. Uh, we won't know the the list of guys until right before the draft, which is kind of crazy that you're not going to have those names uh, until up until that point. I think four or five days beforehand. But uh, the excitement is it starting to build, and kind of pigging backing off that oh, roster construction wise. I was hearing people, you know, talk about. Ovechkin and another failure in the playoffs and trading him away. With Las Vegas right away looking to make a splash, could they do something like that and look to make a trade for a superstar of that ilk?
3: They can, but it would be really, to me, brain dead. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. Uh, they've signed one guy already from the KHL, this is a Vladimir uh, Shapashov, I guess is how you pronounce it, and uh, they threw this kid two years, $9 bucks, which is a lot of dough to spend on a guy that's never played in the NHL. But McSee was smart. He's got a $4.5 million contract the first year with $2 million in potential bonuses, so he's motivated in the first year. And then in the second year, it's $4.5 million with no bonuses, so he's motivated to get a big contract in the third year. So that's I think that's where they stuck their toe in free agency. I think the mold for this team should be, go young, save as much cap space as you can, and acquire as many draft picks as you can, and then build a team that in year three is going to be good for seven, eight years. You come out of the gate now mm-hmm. and fight to be number eight. Uh, you know, try to get your toe in the water. That's great. But Jim, how we've seen this, pal, yeah. uh, as, as guys that have you know, followed the Sabres for a lot of years. Once you're in that eight, nine, ten range every year, you can't get out of there. You've mm-hmm. you, you, you got to Burn it down and start over. And I think the key to this team is save as much cap space as you can. Then you start making some trades, build through the draft, and then in you know the second year, that's when I think you go into free agency. I look at the free agency list, and the only guy I'd look cross-eyed at is a guy like Nick Benino from Pittsburgh. You know, you give him three years, nine million bucks, if you're going to get a solid player who's a third-line guy with the Penguins bump him up to the second line here, and he's going to give you great effort night in, night out. This is an expansion team, guys. They can do it. They've given them the opportunity to be good out of the gate. To me, the big picture is at what price. Mm -hmm. If you want to be good right away, I think you run the risk of being bad for a long time.
2: Brian, with the hockey playoffs presently in progress, has the chatter about hockey increased in the Las Vegas area now that they know they have a team?
3: Absolutely, the, the, the betting handle on hockey this entire year has gone up, and now it's spiked in the playoffs as well. Um, June twenty first, they're going to know who the team is. Hey, the crazy thing is, Jim, I'm sitting there going, "All right, you know, at this stage of my life, you kid me? I'm gonna, I'm blowing a whole summer here. There's, <laughs> there's, 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 no off season, kid. This is going to be the most uh, unique year. Nick, this time next year it's going to be okay. Off season, let's, you know, let's let's catch our breath." This summer around here, literally June 21st, 30 guys are going to get picked. Two days later, you get the entry draft. And then we're sitting around here introducing 30 hockey players to a brand-new market. And no matter how good or bad they are, they are always going to be the first. You know, and they're going to be right. having the reunion in 15 years. Or wait. This is going to be the most unique summer here where hockey is going to be center better stage leading all the way up to October.
2: That, that's amazing. What have you thought of the playoffs so far? And would it just be god awful for the uh, network TV guys if Ottawa gets in?
3: Oh, listen, bud. If I don't care. I'll I mean, I'll love it. But I mean, if it's Ottawa and Nashville in the in the finals, yeah, uh,
2: they'll be they'll be fighting the seven hundred club for ratings. <laughs> good, good reference. It'll be that bad, huh? What? Listen, every year again, we always throw our Buffalo roots
3: back in there. Every year, if it's Chicago and the Rangers say in the finals, you know they get the ratings at the end of the year. It's Chicago one, New York two, Buffalo three. Right? You know there are hockey markets that watch this stuff. If big markets are in, the ratings go through the roof. But mother of God, if it's if it's Ottawa. And Nashville, I mean, the only thing that, you know, I don't know what the is going to get at it. The country singer's record album sales are probably going to go up. But that'd be about it.
2: <laughs> Before we let you run, quick on the uh, new Las Vegas Raiders. Anything new that you hear that you could give us over the uh, this interview?
3: No, I mean, well, yeah, actually, yes. Yesterday, I guess, they finalized the lease agreement. Okay. You know, it's all... It's all legislation nonsense and stuff that we're sports guys, that's you know, it's like watching paint dry. But the NFL kind of put the Sasquatch foot out that we gotta have this in place and they wanna vote. I guess there's an owner's meeting in a few weeks or whatever, so that the lease had to be approved. They think they got that finalized and because that would if they did their next meeting's in the fall and it would prevent them from putting the shovel in the ground. I think it's gonna take thirty months to build the stadium. It seems like it's all systems go.
2: It's always good, pal, when we catch up with you, as always. Thank you so much for the time. We'll see how the ponies run tomorrow. Thanks, man. Hey, guys. Always fun. Have a great day. See you. You too. Brian Blessing, uh, long time. Pony guy, was the voice of Fort Erie for years. Woodbine, guy covered horse racing for a long time now based in las vegas and you know he's an insider as well on the national hockey league because of his background uh
1: covering the nhl good stuff out of him well we're out of time jimmy b will be back at it on monday here on the big talker talk to everybody at noon monday have a good weekend pregnant thinking of getting pregnant and nova Loudoun
2: hospitals expansion allows us to offer you bundles of childbirth options close to home Surround yourself in comfort and calm in our new spa-like labor and delivery suites. And our new and enhanced NICU offers you peace of mind if your newborn needs special attention. We'll coddle you and your baby with exceptional care. Learn more at anova.org slash newbeginnings.